the top stars from Hollywood and from all over the world to entertain you on a giant screen with a few colorful motion pictures you've been hearing about and reading it's about. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. We're delighted to have you with us. They're driving theater. You'll find something to please you to add to your evening's enjoyment. It's pleased to bring you our Fifi feature presentation. Station. All right, we got the producer back, and it's like his first day again, so uh, welcome, everybody, to the Drive-In Speaker Box. My name's Bo, the boom operator. I'm your host. What the noise you hear right there is coming in in late, as always, Jake, a.k.a. Slow Doggy. doggy. Nope, you are no longer Slick Doggy. You are Slow Doggy. Um, always late. Every single... always. No, always late. No. Always late. You need to be here 10 minutes early. At least, and you're always two seconds before showtime, and you're like, I made it, dude, I'm right here. <laughs> I made it, dude, and I'm, you need to start showing up early. Um, yeah, because this show has a lot of work to do in it, and I feel like I'm the only one doing it. So, um, hello, everybody. What's up, Tony? What's up, Elisa? Everybody tuned in. We are going to be talking to you guys about movies tonight. Uh, we've got an action-packed show full of anime stuff, so get those weeb buttons ready. I went and saw the new Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Uh, do you watch Jujutsu Kaisen? No. I don't watch any anime. You say that. I don't. Every, I don't. What's the What's the thing that, that um, Anito Mantoya says to uh, Vincent or whatever he goes, you keep saying these words, but I don't think you know what they mean. Mm-hmm. And you always say, I don't watch anime. But you do watch the anime. Initial D is like 30 years What is your old. shirt? Your shirt is even Japanese weeaboo shit. No, it just says Nissan. Nissan? No, it's car brand. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Initial D car brand stuff. That's true. Yeah, S13s and S14s and cell 80s. I think the new ones, MF Ghost has like uh, S15s and, you, and GTRs. You can't see it, ladies and gentlemen, right off the side of his desk, on his side of the desk. There is a there's a figurine, an action figurine. Yeah, he, Gogeta. And this what what is he from? Dragon Ball. And what is that? Uh it's an anime. And do you watch it? <laughs> I did at one point in time. Okay. All right. There we go. But I these mean, are they're they're classic. They're they're old. They're they're history story. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I rest <laughs> my case. It's not like I actively watch them, it's from the past. Okay, okay, all right, okay, guy, okay, semantics guy. Uh, But anyway, we are here. Um, Sam says, say you watch anime without saying you watch anime. Uh, Yeah, clearly, clearly. The the story of of Jake's life is uh, (laughs) saying you watch anime without saying you watch anime. Like Dragon Ball and Initial D. That's it. That's all I got. One Piece. I've watched One Piece in the past. I can't, I, I never got past like episode 400 something, I think. That's 400 episodes more than I've watched. Yeah, but it's more than 600 away from where they Miyazaki are Miyazaki films. Yeah, that's different. That's way different. You know that's different. Um, Ninja Scroll. Yeah, I think movies occupy their own space. Akira. Though. That's a movie. Okay, but it's, it's an anime movie. Yeah, but movies are... Berserk? There. 
I've never watched Berserk. You never watched Berserk? No. Yeah, you I told you. You know why I don't watch Berserk. Because it's awesome? No. Because when I was young, I flipped through the manga and I saw horrible, terrifying, awful things happen. I was like, nope, not for me. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Well, anyway, we're going to be talking about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which is the uh, prequel to the anime that's currently out. It actually, believe it or not, a little bit of movie news. Normally, we talk about the box office last. We're going to talk about it first. Jujutsu Kaisen, number two movie in America. Damn. What? Can you believe that? That Japanese is, comic books right behind American comic books. That's pretty unheard of um, in in American box office. Is you know, and this this is it, it's in subtitled and dubbed. Which if you're going and seeing dubbed, uh uh uh, that's that's wrong. Go watch it in its original language. Don't watch dubbed films, kind of as a rule. Hmm. Like I can't think of any dubbed films other than like Italo horror because there wasn't any option. You know, there is a certain, like, giallo, giallo horror and, uh, you know, a lot of those Italian horror movies that were filmed and then the voices came in later. Like, that's that's about the only way that they, they did it back then. And yeah. it's kind of fun. And, uh, like, old Jackie Chan movies and stuff, uh, finding original uh, audio tracks on them just, it, it doesn't work. You can only find them uh, in the overdub. In, so, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all the uh, old Hong Kong. Flicks. If you've got the option to watch, uh, there there was a. I think I talked about it a few episodes back. There was a documentary on Netflix about kung fu cinema and all that kind of stuff, and how the overdubs um, are. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting to see how that that has evolved. And uh, Zach Star over on YouTube hadn't <laughs> talked to that guy in a long time, but shh be spreading all the secrets i don't need a bigger fan base um but anyway thanks for tuning in zach over on youtube and for those kind words if you guys <laughs> if you guys are uh just listening to the audio version of this podcast wherever you get your podcasts you can always check in and join in into the live chat over on our youtube our facebook or our twitch stream all you got to do is search for the drive-in speaker box and you're good to go uh you can you can find us join in the fun you can sub over on twitch get access to fun emotes um, you can like and subscribe over on YouTube, or you can just be boring and watch us on Facebook whenever you get a notification. But watch us. It's cool. It's fun. And the more likes and subscribes that we get, the more we feel like we're doing something that matters. Um, anyway, uh, shameless self-promotion out of the way. Let's get into some news. Some news has happened. Um, Overderbs. The liquor's ca- Overderbs. I'm the only one drinking liquor. Liquor. This guy didn't. He doesn't drink on the show anymore. He's no fun anymore. There, a very rare occasion has it ever been. It's usually a release of a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> yeah, and then because uh, you can drink whatever you want as long as it's a Corona. Exactly, which is not a good beer. Um, no, it's not. Have you heard about this? You know, in in Hollywood's infinite uh, bucket of emptiness in terms of intellectual properties to make movies out of, um, you know, Hasbro has been trying to create sort of a movie lineage of Hasbro things. Um, you know, we had, the, what was it, um, the Battleship movie that mm-hmm. everyone forgot about. We had the recent uh, resurgence of Jim and the Hologram. Yeah, and what was, who, who, uh, who was the pop star in that? Was Rihanna? It Rihanna? Yeah, that movie was terrible. Um, 
But then uh, Hasbro did the Jim and the Holograms sort of reboot that really no, that went. That one everyone forgot about. That one everyone did forget about. And uh, But according to Deadline this week, Hasbro and E1 have teamed up to bring us a movie we, we've been waiting for since childhood, everybody. I can't believe they haven't done it yet. We're getting a Play-Doh movie. A movie about Play-Doh. Is it going to be like the Lego movie, but as soon as they start singing Everything is Awesome, someone shoves him in the squeezer and like turns him into spaghetti? I hope so. Like, I don't understand why. I guess, you know, I think you're thinking on the same wavelength as Hollywood where they go, you know, the success of the Lego movie is we're on to something, boys. It doesn't mean we just just a product that's familiar with. We have the Oreo movie, the Lego movie, the Play-Doh movie, everything with O's. And uh, the Log movie coming out after that. It doesn't end with O. Oh. Lego, Play-Doh, Oreo. What else can we do that ends with O uh, that, that we know that's a brand? Cheerio. Um, Cheerio movie? Oh, gosh. Um, but, but you know... SpaghettiOs. Oh, my God, a SpaghettiOs movie. It's like a, a Chef Boyardee verse, and uh, there's, like, SpaghettiOs and the, the little... Um, those nasty raviolis. Like, Chef Boyardee, like... He, he makes some pasta, right? But only SpaghettiOs. Um, and I don't even know if SpaghettiOs are Chef Boyardee anymore. Like, maybe they're their own. They, they broke off, and they're just like, Screw you, Chef. We're going on the road. We don't need you anymore. And then their own brand. But I imagine this is going to be like a, I assume, a claymation movie? You know, I mean, it would be kind of dumb to not. What and if it just turns into Clay Fighter, the movie? That sounds cool. Uh, McLean says Hasbro and Blumhouse present Ouija. That was already a movie. Uh, it wasn't yeah. Hasbro and, and, and Blumhouse, but it, Ouija was there a movie. A movie yeah. um, the the uh, Whammo event over there with uh, the Whammo. Is that still? Is that company still exists? They made like frisbees and sort of like Nerf-ish balls and uh, like um, home run to wiffle balls, wiffle balls and bats. It was Whammo. Um, that was a big brand. Did they like make the, sock and boppers? I mean, that sounds like something that Whammo would make. I mean, it was like a big brand in like the the early to mid '90s, like Whammo. Like all that was all the the shit you want on Double Dare was like Whammo stuff, you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I I assume this is gonna be a claymation movie. It's gonna be Lego movie, but claymation. I don't know. That's just me. I, I don't have any other news on this movie other than it's again it been greenlit. But I, if Bostradamus knows anything, it's gonna be that they're going to duplicate the Lego movie stylings. But with Play-Doh, and it's just gonna be like a goopy guy. It's gonna be actually. Hang on, I think I have I have an old Play-Doh Play-Doh character uh, toy. Hang on. Uh, where is yeah. Here we go. Y'all remember this? Oh, uh, snap, Mr. Bill. Oh no. Where's my upper cam? Boop. Here we go. Oh no. And uh, yeah, Mr. Bill. That was uh, that was Saturday Night Live, wasn't it? No. No. I'm I don't think so. pretty sure it was a Saturday Night Live sketch. Um, hang on. 
from his humble Super 8 beginnings that smashed him up on the TV screens nationwide on Saturday Night Live. Oh, snap. Uh, to the unique spot that he now occupies in the nation's consciousness. Mr. Bill has become a legend. In 1975, fresh from the can, he got his big break on Saturday Night Live's home movie contest. Submitted as a parody of Bad Animation, he took the prize with creator 18-year-old Walter Williams. Went on to spend five years with SNL. Um, blah, 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 blah. All on the back of this package here. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Bill was just about a dude that was a clay guy, kind of like Gumby, and he'd come in, he's like, it's me, Mr. Bill, I'm gonna go to Hollywood, and like the H would fall on him and crush him, and they go, oh no, Mr. Bill, and it was, I mean, it was just like, he just got destroyed constantly. Yeah, it was like kicking groin comedy, like that's, that's what Mr. Bill was. Uh, you never know what you're gonna find in the drive-in speaker box set, it's like Pee Wee's Playhouse in here, uh, with all the, all the fun, fun toys. I remember, what was it, Vince? I think suggested maybe maybe that's like we'll reactivate our Patreon for like a day and that'll be the Patreon video is just like a tour of the the studio and all the dumb shit we have in here and it'll be like wah, 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 wah. we got a toy on the show like you know Pee Wee's Playhouse yeah hopefully no one will calculate up how much money we spent on this stuff well yeah like and subscribe so we can buy more dumb shit. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Logan says, Whammo was post-World War II company. They invented the hula hoop and the slip and slide. Dang. Oh. Ah, good information. Um, let's see. SpaghettiOs is now under the Campbell's umbrella. Ah, okay. So, yeah. Dueling, dueling shitty canned pastas there. Um, Jacqueline over there LOLing at, at our... At our, our Mr. Bill and Pee Wee Playhouse uh, uh, stylings. Um, Vince says, it was me, but I guess Jake had to get out. Well, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, but thanks for the suggestion. One of these days, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. What was it? What? Uh, it was when you were gone. That oh. was a suggestion. It was I do a tour of all the all the stuff here on, on the set. Um, need to redo the set. I think the set needs like a, a redo. I need to install some new, some like lighting on the ceiling. You know, I need to, I need to, I need to get more. I'm obsessed with it, and uh, it's kind of a mess in here. I think we need to upgrade. But um, I don't know if you read about this. We've been talking about it for a while. The Halo uh, show this that's week. that's coming out, um, and I read something that was a little bit disturbing, and um, it makes a lot of sense. But the Halo showrunner was explaining why they quote didn't look at the game at all when creating the TV series because they didn't want to be married to the constraints of the game. And, uh, you know, kind of like, I think it was, um, who, who was it that, that, that directed the X-Men movies? Uh, what was, oh, uh, well, Brian Singer. Yeah. And he was like, nope, no comic books on set for X-Men. Uh, you can't do that. And then eventually, like, Kevin, uh, what's it, Feige? Uh, who was around set that was sliding comic books to actors, who is now the boss of Marvel. Hmm. Um, but he was like, no, you kind of probably should take a look at this because you're doing it wrong. Um, you know, not like he's the end-all be-all of doing it right, but, uh, you know, I think going, you know what, we're going to make a movie about the source material, but pff, golly, don't hold us to the source material. How about <laughs> make a new movie? If you're going to, if you if you don't want to stick to the source material, just go, hey man, I got an idea. It's about this like guy, he's a military guy in space, by aliens. Well, you know, the cool thing about Halo is that they, they really did not have to use Master Chief. They could have done something outside of the primary numbered Halo series because like, 
Uh, ODST is a sick game. Reach is probably the best game. And uh, you have Halo Wars uh, 1 and 2. Uh, none of those have anything to do uh, with Master Chief or Cortana or any of that stuff. But instead, they're like, maybe an expanded universe. Yeah, that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. They're like, oh, let's take these core characters and just uh, completely change everything. Well, and that's something I just don't understand. I mean, I, I understand. I totally understand the marketing behind it. What, what, what it is is no one's willing to invent a new IP because why would they? Because we're all like... I ain't never heard of that. I'm not gonna give a chance on it because they don't. I ain't never heard of it. Is it good? I'm. I you know I'm not really willing to sacrifice an hour or three of my life and ten of my dollars to check something out that may or may not be good. I need to know it's gonna be something I heard of that I'm probably gonna hate when it's done. <laughs> and you know, like that's us. And and Hollywood responds to that attitude we have of not willing to get off of our couch, not willing to put on real pants, uh, not willing to go out and purchase, not willing. And so they found these ways of tricking us and manipulating us into spending money on stuff that we don't actually like or care to have. It's because we know we need to have, you know, like if Oreo, like Nabisco, or I guess it's Melendez now, was like, you know what? Let's make a cookie that's like, I don't know, Pop rocks and fartberry white chocolate razzle tazzle, and they're not and they're, and let's call them glue barts. And uh, they they know no no one's gonna go to the grocer's freezer and go ooh let me go buy some frozen glue barts and try these out. But they go oh we're gonna do a a a, a pop rock blueberry goober gop flavored Oreo. At this point, it's not an Oreo at all, but it's got an Oreo like label on it. And then we go, oh yeah, dude, I love Oreos. So I guess I'll try this. It must be. (laughs) And you like, you hate it. No one likes it. And we all know it's going to be bad, but we're like, but I trust Oreo. And it's why? When has Oreo done us, done us a big other than just like, making an oreo you know same with reese's i was um at the store the other day i was making some peanut butter cookies right and i was like yeah peanut butter cookies looking in the in the grocer's aisle with the dough and it's pillsbury reese's it's reese's peanut butter cookies don't you trick me that ain't reese's peanut butter in there you just threw the reese's name on it because i like go yeah dude that's gonna be rad because I trust Reese's, and it was just a peanut butter cookie, dog. It wasn't no Reese's. Like this is the problem. This isn't Halo. We're not gonna get Halo. Mm-mm. We're gonna get Pop Rock cotton candy doo-doo bud flavored Halo from the from the makers of Halo, and and then we're gonna go. God, this didn't taste like Halo at all because it wasn't Halo. It's gonna be stupid. Yep, and but- it's, it's your fault. We'll see how that goes uh, this week. It's the uh, 24th, right? Thursday? Friday? It it's coming out. Uh, I like how Vince said 2022, the, uh, the is this IP good guy? So is it good guy uh, character here on the show is now, is this IP good? Hey, man, I heard this before. Do I know who the, is this based on a teen novel? <laughs> it better be, dude. Because unless it's got magic wizards in it, I don't think I'm that interested, man. I don't think I want to see nothing unless it's about patriotism, about America being awesome, about cars and trucks, or guns and bullets, or comic book dudes that my kids probably heard of. 
That's it, man. That's all I want to see, dude. Sign me up, bro. <laughs> and spaceship wars. Light swords, man. Get them to me. That's what we want. And and lots of inclusion and diversity. That's what we need. Makes everything better. It's the seasoning of movies. I feel like that voice and that idea don't go together. They don't. They don't at all. That's why it's funny. Uh, Zach says Halo has 22 published books. Use any There's of the expanded universe. Tons of comics, novels. Yeah, they have it all, but oh. they're like, eh, They're no. going to pull a Disney and go, oh, yeah, Star Wars. Tons of expanded universe stuff that we now own the rights to. It's novels that have sold millions of copies that are beloved by fans, both old and young alike. Just get, them, get rid of them. Baby Yoda, dude. Let's get in there. Get in there with that baby group. Mogwai bullshit. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, Vince said, I learned a couple years ago that Hydrox was a first uh, than Oreo. Always thought that Hydrox was a generic Oreo. Hydrox, there's only one way to eat a Hydrox cookie, and that is served one at a time on a brown paper towel from an elementary school dispenser. Like, that is <laughs> with, like, a little sprinkling of bland-ass popcorn. Like, that... Ooh, talk about nostalgia flavors. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the what like graduation celebration day, whatever, like into the school year, and they're like here you go, kids. Hey, good job on the on the school year. It's Here's a, a, a stale cookie, Hydrox cookie, some completely unseasoned bland popcorn. Although that's you know, I guess that's showing our age because you know, kids these days, like I've I've you know, I've got friends that are teachers and have children, and you know, uh, I've read stories, I've heard the stories, and they they have like you know yeah we catered a food truck and like you know but the huge pizza party and every kid got an entire large pizza and a bag of candy and i'm like what the f- what where was this school you know i got a spanking and a hydrox cookie <laughs> like, yeah that's the, the best we were ever given was like there was one day where you could make your own uh nachos or something and it was like those the school teachers or whatever given to you and you had that cheese that just tastes like hot <laughs> You know? It just tastes like it's just seasoning goo. Yeah, 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 and it only tastes like whatever the heat they had in the crock pot that they yeah. were cooking it in. It tastes like eighty six. Yeah, that's what it tastes. It like. tastes like hot, not spicy, just hot. Just temperature. Like, yeah. If you if you took a spoon and set it on a burner on the oven and then put it in your mouth and hurt your tongue, that's what it there tastes it is. like. Um. Anyway, so in other news, let's stop talking about elementary school food because what is the show about anyway? I think <laughs> I think we go on bigger food tangents than movie tangents. I don't know. Uh, but uh, Showtime. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Showtime. Uh, do you know every every sh- every network, every whatever, every plus, <laughs> every streaming service is you know trying to capture an audience, and uh, you know Showtime's no different. I mean, you you've heard about Netflix. Netflix. This is something we're going to talk about next, but. Uh, Showtime is, this is actually one I'm really interested in. I don't know if you guys uh, have heard me talk about, there is a really, really cool movie um, called uh, Let the Right One In. Uh, It's based off of 2004 best-selling novel, um, and then it actually got adapted again in English, um, and was, you know, it was okay. It was an American remake. The, the guy that directed the Batman did it, uh, mm-hmm. Matt Reeves, and it was it was pretty good. There was a stage adaptation, and, um, there was a uh, uh, you know a, 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 lot, a lot of stuff going on, but Showtime is developing a TV series. Uh, but to to make it more expanded, they're going to have to change the story quite a bit. But it's a pretty cool. It's a, I mean, it's a great vampire tale. It's a great um, you know kind of modern horror without being super scary. 
pretty 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 excited about this one I think it'll be pretty cool I don't know if you guys have heard about that but it is uh, coming out it's filming now um, should be pretty cool and I don't know if you guys can hear that uh, but just to give you guys a little bit of context it sounds like the wind is blowing or the air conditioners on but it is raining that hard can you guys hear that tornado warning I know we're up here in the studio and I'm like I thought the AC kicked in but you know I usually turn off the AC or the heat and we just deal with whatever temperature it is because sound guy stuff that's why our podcast sounds so much better than most shitty podcasts uh out there on the market where it's like hey we're two white guys talking to you about movies uh as if there isn't enough of those we want to be your two white guys talking about movie choice like that's 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 us anyway all right just to give you some sound context um what else going on did you oh netflix i want to talk about this um Speaking of Netflix, Vince over in the comments on Twitch said, uh, "Not sure if we guys heard or we heard about this. I, I heard about this yesterday, actually. Christina Ricci is going to be starring in uh, Netflix's Wednesday series, which is kind of re- returning to the Adams Family universe. I don't think she's playing Wednesday. No, because they've already showed that they have, they have the trailers for it or whatever, don't they? Already, where Wednesday's like an angsty teen, and she's coming to terms with her uh, powers because she has powers now." Uh, Why does Wednesday have powers? I don't know. That's what that's what it showed. Because comic books. Yeah, I guess. Why can't Why can't Wednesday just be like super gothy? Like, I mean, she is, but also she has mystical. Powers. I mean, I don't know where this kind of started to happen in the Adams Family universe. I mean, I I know that in uh, the comics. And then as, as far as, like, the 90s movies are concerned, like, Fester can turn on light bulbs with his mouth. You know, that's whatever. Um, they seem to not necessarily have superhuman abilities. But they're but, impervious to yeah, they're, they're death and pain. They seem a little... They seem a little... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, ethereal, in a way. Um, uh, or, or kooky? Mysterious. Spooky? Altogether, ooky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's I think all. those are the words. But, but, but as far as like being able to like have powers, that's I don't know. They're not monsters. I mean, the whole part of the Adams family is they're not monsters, and people look at them as monsters. You know, they're just odd people. Um, but I think giving them powers kind of defeats that whole narrative. Maybe. Jesus, do you guys hear that rain? Holy crap! Just a heads up, if we lose power in the middle of the show, that's why, uh, you know, we record this live. We don't edit this show down. You're getting it off from the straight of, off the dome. So, we, for, yeah, Vince, you can hear it. Uh, for, forgive us for this this uh, thunderstorm we're sitting in. Actually, okay, we're, we're shifting gears. Driving Speaker Box is no longer a movie podcast. It's pure relaxing vibes. That ain't relaxing. That's scary. <laughs> it's- we just ASMR like it's a relaxation podcast now. So we want you to uh, take your shoes off and lay back. And uh, you got to uh, do the voice from uh, True Lies. Oh, it's like <laughs> do it yeah. slowly. Yeah, yeah. Take off your sh- take off your blouse. No, no, no. Do it <laughs> slowly. Uh, rewind button. <laughs> oh yes. Talking about snacks over rain sounds. Anyway, uh, Sam, it can't rain all the time with the crow quote. I believe that's from the crow. Can't stump me. Um, anyway, uh, yes, we did hear about that. Also from Netflix, 
uh, incremental fees. This is something we haven't really talked about, but I've talked about for years. I've talked about it since everything moved to the cloud. I've been talking about it since AT&T started developing UVerse. I've talked about it since, you know, Google Plus and Disney Plus and Showtime Max, HBO Minus, Mega, all the stuff I've been saying, hey, once they got us beholden to the cloud media and on demand, they're going to start micro just destroying us over fees. Netflix is leading the way, cracking down. This is something that I anticipated years ago about password sharing. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to start, you know, detecting whether or not you're in the same household, which is, of course, easy to do through IP tracking and all this kind of stuff. It's real. I mean, your phone can pinpoint your your location within, you know, 10 feet. You think Netflix can figure out that, oh, they don't know that I'm not my, my mom. You know, yes, they know. Um, but they're going to start cracking down on that and being like, hey, um, we know that you're not in the same house as the other people on your account, so here's another fee. That'll be tacking on fees, tacking on fees, because they're going to try and get everybody on their own account. Yeah, and, and they are increasing it to twenty bucks if they haven't done it already. I think it said it was the twentieth or yeah, or it's, coming up. It's so, coming. So the standard Netflix, like the base one, is uh, twenty bucks for the streaming now. That's a lot, y'all. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's I only going to get more. Just like the housing market, when a bunch of rich people decide that they can invest in something that we all think that we need in our lives, and they go, "Well, guess what? We're going to now charge a three hundred percent markup. Why? Because we can, dude. Not because it costs us more, but because we're gonna." And uh, that's the way it works, and we just have to deal with it. Hmm. it sucks. Hmm. It really sucks. Some of the streaming services, though, they have it where they it says clear in the options. It's like, oh, you can pay for this, and you can have people log in no matter their location. So maybe they'll do it like Sam over in the Facebook comment says, Jake, that you you can't uh, can no longer use his Hallmark movie channel login anymore. What am I? I can't go back to just watching Netflix. I never watch Netflix anymore now that I have that. Though. Yeah, what are you going to watch at Christmas? All those yeah. like you know, uh, here comes some you know. Uh, what, what, what's the what's the what's the default storyline of a Hallmark sort of Christmas movie? It's like, uh, a, it's like girl goes to a town. It's a small town. Well, she's Sometimes from New York, hometown. Right? Yeah, yeah. She's like a big to do executive, and she goes to a small town, right? Mm -hmm. And the love interest is always some dude that never left. Yeah, some local guy, but he's like the best. Yeah, he's like a good guy. He can like fix a car. The only thing standing in their way is her long-term relationship back in the city fiance guy who's probably cheating on her who yeah. who's just doing everything right because he's he's funding both of their lives so it's whatever. basically crocodile dundee like <laughs> like every one of these hallmark movies follows the crocodile dundee and crocodile dundee 2 storyline mm. um well just, just the first one because dundee 2 they were getting oh they were already revenge yeah. for yeah yeah but uh, yeah, Crocodile Dundee, that's what it is. She's just like, yeah, I'm a hard-ass, you know, bad bitch from the New York City coming down here to do a story with my dumbass, like, you know, co coke snorting newspaper producing boyfriend. And then there's this rugged ne'er-do-well, like, crocodile wrangler who wins my heart, but my parents and all my, my affluent, like, socialites don't approve of this new love. And, uh... And then what is it? Bill Conti does the score to that, and it's so good. Yeah, dude, that is a score 
for all scores. And then, like, when I was a kid, I always tried to make that thing. From Crocodile Dundee, too? Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah the, the, the walkabout telephone or whatever. Anyway, um, it, what I was going to talk about was, uh, I don't know if you heard this news. We've talked about it. The Dungeons and Dragons movie, not to be mistaken uh, for the Dungeons and Dragons movie that came out in, like, 2000 that was just terrible and unwatchable. You're talking about the one where Jeremy Irons was a bad guy and had a Wayne's brother in it? And the yes. the Red Dragon was a T-Rex done in claymation style like the Rancor? And it was yes. basically the Rancor fight from Return of the Jedi? That one? Now that you are refreshing my memory, that sounds awesome. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it was so bad. But here's the thing. But what if it is awesome? Like, what if going back Mm-mm. after 22 years, we go, you know what? We have been so indoctrinated with garbage butt MCU movies that maybe, just maybe, the Dungeons and Dragons movie is now awesome. We have devolved so low that, 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 yeah. There it is. No. Anyway, well, Chris Pine is set to star in a new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, went on uh, interview this week and was dodgy on giving details, but it does sound like it's going to be a comedy. And a lot of Dungeons and Dragons content coming out right now. You got like Legend of Vox Machina. You've got um, Harmon Quest. You've got a lot of these live action. You know everything that. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 the big muscly guy that does Death Water and the Death Saves. Uh, Joe Manganiello. Um, all of these. There's a lot of D and D podcasts, and a lot of it. St- they they try to sell you with the slapsticky. It always it always comes down to the bard, right? Like the bard character is always like a penis jokes, and uh, you're like, oh man, Dungeons and Dragons has penis jokes. It's Rick and Morty with with dragons i'll watch this and um that looks like what this is gonna be it's chris <laughs> have you been listening to the mcelroy's no oh that's exactly how they're dnd that's how they all yeah. are now and um you know chris pine said that it's like it says there was a lot of laughs quote the way that I've been describing it, it's like Game of Thrones mixed with a little princess bride, a smidge of Holy Grail, and somewhere in that ballpark. Um, it, it says it's got a, it's it's got thrills, it's poppy, it's '80s heartfelt. There's a bit of Goonies in there, and my character is the ultimate party planner. It's gonna be really good. Sounds like it's going to be really bad. It sounds like Chris Pine is going to play a bard, and it also starring Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, mm. uh, Hugh Grant is the villain, and Michelle Rodriguez is in it, and I think she's playing a barbarian. So that checks out because it's all Michelle Rodriguez plays is just like I'm Michelle Rodriguez. I'm gonna punch you in the face because I don't take your shit, and like that is her character in all things. Well, Justice Smith just screams. She'll probably be a wizard of or sorceress of some sort. Um, That's a guy. Justice, oh, I'm thinking of Willow. Um, go here, back and forth. I'm thinking the other, the, the other Justice or the other Smith. The different, the other Smiths. Um, Sam says, "Your Highness, Part Two, kind of, maybe." There's someone that remembers that movie. How about that? Yeah, or uh, Knights of Badassdom. Um, that movie was lame, but it had Peter Dinklage in it. Yeah, 
Didn't stop. And had Jason, uh, Australian Jason, or, or Jason Stackhouse. I can't remember his name. He was in a Hurricane Heist. <laughs> like, Jason. The one guy that pulled off a southern accent? Yeah. That well, guy? that's the crazy thing, is he is the only actor in Hollywood today that plays a actual, believable southern character, and he's Australian. And he nails it. Jason Stackhouse, man. I miss True Blood. Did you ever watch True Blood? I didn't. Don't you shake your head in disapproval like you're like, oh, True Blood. No, I mean, I'm just saying I didn't. Don't knock it till you tried it. It's a good-ass show. Ask your fiance. I I bet she likes True Blood. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll have to ask her. So I'm going to... Ryan Kwan, thank you. Wasn't True Blood just Twilight with titties? No, no. Feels Those okay, okay. Twilight vampires feels are like, like I'm gonna sniff your menstrual blood and be like emo from like a mile away and not do anything about it. And then in Twilight, they're just like, come to my S and M like orgy club and like I'm gonna murder a bunch of people and rip people open. I can't see the daylight because I'll burn up, not turn to speckled gold dust. There's also witches and brujas and panther people and werewolves and like blood gods and all kinds of titties and <laughs> like just all of it and then it had lafayette who was the best is that the chef guy that didn't take shit from anyone? he didn't take shit from nobody and he turned out to be a bruja and uh dude true blood was awesome um just stop before you get to the last season because the last season's total garbage and you know the lady that wrote all those she was from arkansas oh really mm-hmm yeah. How about that? Yeah, she was in a friend of mine's wedding, actually. Um, but, yeah, the Sookie Stackhouse novels. Uh, I mean, y- you know, the one thing about if you watch True Blood, you'll just you'll, you'll just hear a lot of Sookie, Sookie. See, I, I Sookie. probably didn't watch it because everyone had the terrible accent, so I'm like, I'm not watching this. Beal and Sookie. No, time. it's true. But Alexander Skarsgård is, like, the coolest dude on the planet in that movie. He's And then Ryan Kwan is Jason Stackhouse, and it's so good. Hmm. And it's like, you know, I there's some really tacky things that I will admit to loving, and True Blood is one of them. Um, <laughs> Vince says it sounds like everyone from your state knows each other. Dude, I mean, no, it's not quite that bad, but I guarantee you, Northwest Arkansas, like the Ozarks area of Arkansas, is a magical place, and everybody cool has either been through here, lived through here, knows from somebody through here. There is a wild phenomenon that, like, if you're from here and you go somewhere anywhere on the planet you might run into somebody that you know it's true it's true everybody's like oh yeah dude Fayetteville ben, Northwest Arkansas hell yeah dude they don't yeah. always talk like that no uh, but like every time I go out of town out of state something like that you'll just end up meeting someone that you know and you're like oh dude oh oh you from Arkansas yeah me too let's talk about it go home. not even that not like make friends I'm talking like people that I know like personally? Yeah, yeah, like, What's yeah. up, dude? Yeah, What are you exactly. doing here? All right, well, anyway, that's the news. Let's talk about a movie. I need to review this movie really quick because um, that's what we do here on the show. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. It's Jujutsu Kaisen Zero colon the movie. Um, it's uh, this is a prequel. This is a prequel to the uh, anime that's running currently right now. I mean, obviously, it's part of the manga epic, um, you know, I don't read the manga, but uh, a lot of people do, so this storyline is not necessarily new to uh, some of those readers, but 
Uh, it follows, um, this is before the main character of the anime comes into play, and it is, you know, uh, an, an, an earlier st story about a different character that comes into, uh, who wasn't in the, in the anime, is this, this kid who, uh, his name is Yuta uh, Okatsu, he, uh, he, he comes in, he's got this, this curse, you know, everything's about curses that follows him around, but he can control it, he's a curse user, and super, super powerful, and this um, really, really bad guy that uh, wants to get it from him, he, uh, who is also a bad guy in the, the, the anime season, uh, the, the the season that's on on um, you know Crunchyroll or whatever who I thought he would have died in this movie but I don't know I don't know how this this moves along um, anyway you don't necessarily have to have seen the anime for this to make total sense it definitely helps this is a good springboard into the anime um, interestingly enough it's something that I did not anticipate seeing in a theater uh, and much less doing like being the number two movie in the box office this movie is um, you know it, it, it it's it's interesting because it it's kind of borrowing a page from late 90s, early 2000s, like something, something, the movie, you know, back when it was like a big deal to have a movie from a TV show. And, you know, the the, the budget's a little bit better. The animation is a little bit better. Uh, you know, they get a little bit more frames per second, which is, you know, makes the animation a little smoother. Um, but, you know, uh, the, the, the story of Jujutsu Kaisen is about these high schoolers, of course, because it's kind of borderlines on shonen style of manga, which... I'm not going to go into what all that means, but uh, it, it's not quite as cheesy as average shonen gets. Like, if you want a good example of cheesy shonen that a lot of people know, Inuyasha is a really good example. It's, shonen, it's pretty close to shonen. Okay, well, uh, original um, Full Metal Alchemist, not Brotherhood, um, pretty shonen-y. Um, it, it's, you know... It's it's uh, it's shonen adjacent, you know, kind of like Demon Slayer. You're like, it's not shonen, but there's shonen adjacent uh, themes and characters. It's all around high school. There's usually like, oh, you know, some sort of forbidden romance and 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 like not being able to figure out how to talk to members of the opposite sex and stuff. But this kind of throws a lot of that out the door and gets straight into like demon slaying or curse slaying. And, um, you know, Gojo, the main character of the... He's not necessarily the main character of the anime, but he is the main character of the manga. Is awesome, as always. Really cool seeing him. And this is just a story of an adventure that the, these, these characters go through with this character that may or may not pop back up in the anime. And it's fun, it's exciting, a lot of good action scenes, uh, a good introduction to Japanese animation if you're interested in kind of exploring that realm and want to just dip your toe in. You can do it in a theatrical setting, and it's a lot of fun. Um, a lot of great fight sequences, memorable characters, a lot of good cameos from characters that you're familiar with in the manga and the anime. Um, without getting too heavy in the power level kind of shit that a lot of these animes tend to go into a lot of animes like dragon ball or some of these other ones that's all obsessed with like i can't believe he's a level nine thousand. you know his power levels are off the charts and it's like we got to train and focus to achieve this new power level and uh you know a lot of that anime stuff can get really lost in that and this is different you know uh the thing i think that 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 makes jujutsu kaisen sort of um 
approachable to American audiences is the way that the, the, the curses manifest. It's through negative energy and bad thoughts that, you know, uh, that, that people dwell upon and, and tragedy that, that people face that creates all this bad energy in a place that eventually manifests into some sort of creature. So you, you see a lot of these curses in high schools where people get bullied and people don't have good times in high school. Hospitals where people are lose, losing loved ones and all this kind of stuff. And it, and, it, and it deals with a lot of kind of emotional trauma that people deal with uh, that just manifests itself in some sort of like way that can, can lash out and actually harm people, which is kind of a cool idea. And that's, I think, one of the reasons that Jujutsu Kaisen has managed to um, you know, uh, attract such a wide audience. I still can't figure out how it managed to attract this wide of an audience. I mean, I like it. I mean, I would have figured Attack on Titan or something uh, or Tokyo Ghoul uh, Sands like five years ago would have been something that we could catch in a theater. Jujutsu Kaisen caught me totally off guard. I couldn't believe it was in theaters. So I don't want to go into a huge, deep um, review of this other than it's pretty fun. If you're a fan of the show, if you're a fan of the manga, you're going to love this. It's great seeing something like this in theaters that's a little bit different than normal. Um, I saw it subtitled, as it should be. I know that it is playing in dubbed, so check your local listing to make sure it will say in the title, subbed or dubbed, to, to, to know which one you're going to see. Um, but it's... It's fun. I mean, if you like a Marvel movie, if you like a Doctor Strange or a, a three Spider-Man show or a whatever the hell the last one was, Eter my God, if you liked Eternals, which was essentially anime for as convoluted and stupid as like three co or five cosmic beings that have magical infinite powers that giant demon things from another dimension crawl up and... You know, the only thing making it approachable is the fact that they make Ikea jokes. Like, no, dude, you're watching anime. Like, this is what this is. You know, don't don't think that anime is only for weebs. Um, you know, it's it, it can be for everybody. And honestly, it's more fun animated. Me. I pointed at you because you're an anime denier. <laughs> you're the weeb. I am not. I'm not the weeb. You just talked about an anime movie. We're both. We're both weebs. I've never been a weeb. You're totally a weeb. Mm -mm. Just just accept it, dude. It's 2022. You can you can let your weeb flag fly. You can be yourself. You can express. You can be accepted mm -mm. for for the feelings that you have within your heart. No, as and as someone who went to school to be a Japanologist, weeb. you would see the weebs and the Japanophiles, and you would look at them, you'd look down on them because they're gross and they're awful and they ruin everything. I will say that there is a level. You okay? If we're gonna shown in this, you'd be like a level like three weeb, level three, like like you know a grade grade three weeb, um, zero weeb. No, no, you're definitely not a grade zero weeb. Grade zero weeb would be like the the Bozozoku dudes that you think you are. You're like, uh, no, no. See, the fact that you know what a Bozozoku dude is, that's just nothing like, to do with anime. You'd be like. Yo, I just push ups, and that's all I know. And you'd be like the guys in the anime, like that that that's the bully. You're like you're like a level three or four weeb, and then the, there's like the level nine and level ten weebs that go to the anime. No, not me. I'm not. I'd be. I'm, I may be like a five, and uh, but the level tens that are like going to the conventions and they got tattoos. And was it like hard to watch stickers. this movie with your Naruto headband on? I had to take it off. It was too sweaty. Um, no, no, I don't watch Naruto. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, there's, 
those are the ones that that, that kind of ruin it for everybody. Like, I mean, cosplay is kind of in the middle. Like, cosplay can be really cool, but people that make it like a super lifestyle and, you know, that wear the ears out in public all the time and then act, act all, like, affronted when you're like, oh, what's the deal with the ears? And like, I can't even believe you. And I'm uh, like, I don't know. Like you, cat ears or, or Naruto headbands yeah. and, you know, Tanuki. Like, why don't they make, like, Tanuki nut sacks that <laughs> you can, like, wear and just, like, go, it's just how I express myself. It's my Tanuki nut sack. And uh, that's what we should. That's that's. I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go into. I'm gonna go into business. I'm gonna make tanuki nut sacks yeah. that people can like wear. And, like fanny uh, packs, and they just keep all sorts of stuff. But it has a blanket that folds out. Magic too. and yeah. a kite and like <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm gonna put on my car. I'm not gonna put truck nuts on my car. It's a tanuki nuts. Like that's what it's a magic tanuki transformative tanuki nut sack. Um, Google tanukis and uh, have a great time. Actually. Google Tanukis while going to your local liquor store and getting a carton of Tanuki sake, which is a great table sake if you're into drinking rice wine. And if you uh, want to watch a movie, there's Pompoko. Pompoko is a Ghibli movie about it, uh, which if you want to watch anime movies, Studio Ghibli, Ghibli Fest is going on now. You can check that out, Fathom Events. Logan wants a rundown of Jake's foreign films for a up-and-comer. A crash course on Jake's foreign films. Uh, did you watch any foreign films? Not lately. They've been. They're having. You watched the foreign film. I did watch the time. foreign film. Yeah. Uh, here on the show, we watch foreign films uh, on occasion. Typically, it's me watching a film originating from South Asia of somewhere, and uh, we we talk about those, and uh, it, it's met with mixed expressions. <laughs> From the boom operator. Depends. 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 Depends on the movie. I mean, sometimes like the five-hour Bollywood movies. Um, I, I tried to get into Bollywood five movies. Five hours. Six hours. Then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I try. I try. I've tried. I had a buddy of mine, Will Simmons. Shout out I'm to him. You, don't watch the Bollywood. Watch the Tamil or the Telugu. I will. The Tamil see, ones I will are... see Tamil. I will say that Tamil films are a little bit more uh, easy to digest than Bollywood films. Uh, I you know Bollywood is not. I just I've tried. There's a couple of Bollywood movies that are all right, but, but, but yeah, t- I will say Tamil because Tamil tends to lean more into the action insanity, which is is pretty hilarious because their CGI is just not ready for it yet. But they're like, we're doing it anyway. It and doesn't matter. It it's doesn't, so, it's, because it's about the experience and what, it's fun, man. It's so funny. Doesn't need to be. Uh, the best. Uh, yeah, you want to watch some sick Tamil movies, find out about Jake's foreign films, uh, find yourself uh, Bahu Bali. Watch it in Tamil if you can. Uh, it's on Netflix, I think, still. It's a two-parter. Uh, very, very good. And then uh, find and watch Saida Nada Simha Ready. Uh, that one's good. Uh, and enjoy some foreign films. Watch foreign films. Watch this... Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Yeah, check it out. I mean, it's a thing to see. Um, you, you just take a chance on something that's foreign. Support it. Uh, be ready to to experience the smell of weebs if you go watch it in the theater uh, and, and choose not to wear a mask. Uh, weebs do have a scent about them that ain't uh, always the best. That's that's profiling. That's not nice. We don't do that. I'm just saying. But, uh, yeah, find a foreign film, watch it, enjoy it, uh, experience the world outside of where you are via film. I'll agree with that. Um, yeah, Vince dropping the emote. That was supposed to be a, an animated one, but I, I, it's not animating on my screen, but maybe it does on Twitch. But anyway, you can subscribe over on Twitch, unlock some of these fun 
emotes that you, can you guys can use. You can spam the weeb emote. That's right. Um, okay, let's uh, let's do that. I guess it's about time for the box office. We're we're running pretty low on on the old time. Uh, okay, Vince. He says it's animated on Twitch. Okay, good, good. Just making sure. Uh, it's time for the box office for the weekend of March 18th through the 20th, 2022. Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk about the Trans World Convention that I went to this weekend. It's the Haunted Attraction Industry Trade Show, which uh, is pretty cool because a lot of I got to meet some makeup artists that do stuff in Hollywood uh, films and uh, create Hollywood effects and all this kind of stuff. I, I went over this last weekend in St. Louis. I'm not going to talk too much about it, but it was very, very cool. Uh, a lot of animatronics, a lot of makeup effects, a lot of like silicone masks that cost like a $1,500. Like, you know, you're, you're talking the same, you know, uh, masks that, what was his name, Doug Jones? or hey, Wasn't he in uh, Rogers um, yeah. at the Comic-Con this weekend? Uh, a lot, of, a lot of my friends. I saw pictures uh, from from there. But uh, what a big weekend here! With it was the, uh, Wizarding World convention and uh, comic convention. Lots of nerdy stuff to do. Um, and then this weekend, gonna go on down to Texas for the Texas Pinball Festival. But we'll be back for the next weekend show. But anyway, domestic box office for March 18th through 20th, 2022. Top 10 movies in America. These are all domestic numbers, by the way. Number 10, Uma. Which opened at number 10. Not a very good opening, but only opened in 805 theaters nationwide. Um, it, it brought in uh, $915,000 at the box office. I also didn't realize we didn't talk about the new movies coming out this weekend. So we'll do that right at the end. So stay tuned for that. Uh, number 10, Sing 2, bringing in uh, $1.4 at the box office. Number 9, The Cashmere Files, bringing in $1.4 at the box office. Only in 200 theaters uh, nationwide number eight the outfit opening up at number eight uh 1.5 million dollars only in 1314 or 24 theaters nationwide not a very good opening considering i've seen this preview almost every single time i've gone to the theater uh very strange it is playing here by the way number seven death on the nile bringing in 1.7 million dollars six weeks out is brought in 43 million dollars number six spider-man no way home bringing in 3.2 million dollars and it's 14th week, still out in theaters, bringing in $797 million at the box office domestically. Number five, Dog, bringing in another $4 million. And it's fifth week in release, $54 million domestically. That's so wild that Dog is doing so much better than Death on the Nile. I know. And, and, and about in the same amount of weeks. Very, very crazy. Although Death in the Nile has gotten a, a sequel greenlit, so hmm. we will get more. Uh, number four, X which we talked a little bit about last week, $4.4 million in its opening weekend from A24. Uh, number three, Uncharted, still out there in 3,700 theaters, bringing in $8 million at the box office. Five weeks has brought it $125 million. Number two, Jujutsu Kaisen, the movie, uh, bringing in $14.8 million at the box office in its opening week. Only in 2,286, it had a, uh, a very large uh, theater average. So uh, very, very cool. Uh, seeing this movie hit the number two spot. And, of course, the number one spot, still occupied by The Batman, bringing $36.8 million in its third weekend release, bringing up to $300 million domestically. And coming out this weekend in the theaters, we've got a handful of movies, only one of them I'm really excited about. But uh, first up, we have Lost City uh, for with Sandra Bullock, Brad Pitt, and Channing Tatum, as well as Daniel Radcliffe, who I don't know if you heard the news that he, he was asked he was offered a role in uh the 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 cursed child the cursed child and he's like nah dude yeah they're like hey you want to come back and be harry potter for the cursed child and he's like Haha, no nope staying away from jk rowling not doing that 
I'm over it and forget it. Yeah, I think Plus, he, Cursed Child has just been... Uh, is yeah. there anyone that actually likes it? I don't know. It's just more content that they're like, oh, I need, I need more, Harry. Give me more. Put it right there. And uh, you know, he 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 went on to say, like, you know, I'm I'm really comfortable with where I am and my career. Finally, starting to break away from roles that continue to attach me to Harry Potter, and he's like, I'm not ready to go back there yet. Well, and, and I think a big part of it is that the majority of the actors involved in the Harry Potter movies. Uh, make sure to publicly separate themselves from anything J.K. Rowling, uh, since unlike the rest of the guys in the uh, Fantastic Beast movie, they're not under contract to be stuck there. So exactly, but the Lost City coming out looks action adventure comedy romance. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Infinite Storm coming out with Naomi Watts and Dennis O'Hare, Billy Howie, Elliot Sumner, um, getting caught in a blizzard. They encounter a stranger somehow in a blizzard um get down the mountain before nightfall it's like i don't know if it's going to end up like uh, alive where they all eat each other but you know whatever stranded in a blizzard it's generally what happens if somebody eats somebody else um and then the one that i'm really excited about i don't know if we're going to get it here uh coming from a24 uh i mean michelle michelle yo i'll watch in any movie she's in ever ever because she's amazing but everything everywhere all at once um i cannot wait to see this movie this movie looks so good um it's about michelle yo she's an aging chinese immigrant uh swept up in some weird multiverse adventure where she alone can save the world by being able to explore and go in between all these different universes connecting all through her and the different lives she could, she would have led in these different universes, but being able to remember all the, the skills that they have all, uh, had, it looks, it looks so good. And, um, an interesting movie to be coming out right now when it, cause it is kind of a parody slash not a parody of comic book movies in the multiverse that we're all kind of being uh, subjected to in both Marvel and DC and all this kind of stuff. But it's got Michelle Yeoh and uh, and and the um, Data from the Goonies. Like, when have, when have you seen, like, it has been a long, long, long time since I've, uh, I mean, James Hong is in it. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't even think he was still alive. Like, uh, and he's awesome in pretty much every damn thing that he does. Um, it's just, it's, I'm, I'm very excited about this movie. Hmm. So, um, can't wait. But anyway, that's what's coming out in theaters this week. We will be back next week, Monday night, uh, eight o'clock central standard time to talk to you about these movies and more. So, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for everybody that, that joined in in the chat, watched us on YouTube, on Twitch, on Facebook, and did all those things. You can always send us an email. You can like and subscribe. And if you don't want to watch our faces, you can always download the podcasts on the go wherever you download podcasts from. So, uh, yeah, thank you, Vince. Thanks, everybody um, that's hung on through the long haul. And as always, I am Bo, the Boom Operator. I'm Slick Doggy, the Grip. And we will go- see you guys um, next next Monday, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy Mondays. That's a band. Producer, do the thing. (laughs) Come on. There we go.